0: This is Nabil Aziz, and you're listening to the Dukan show with gibberish, tooth, and OT. O.T. Haliback. <laughs> <laughs> the backpack. Hip hop.
1: The backpack. What are we good?
0: What do you guys want?
2: Urban life. Neighborhood banter. Pull up a
3: seat and pass the time.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: the Dukkan. Hosted yeah, by OT, Toothless, and Ishad. NLP, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
2: those kinds of things.
3: That's crazy.
0: So you
2: oh, so so researched they, it and published it And it got like a lot of views and Yeah, lot yeah, of yeah. People you added Obviously
3: your own analysis to it I mean there was N-
0: I mean No it's more of a curated article So I Got a lot of different sources mm-hmm. Yeah And Identified I compiled all of the different As many of the different Persuasion methods as I could And, 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 and then I, expand, yeah, I Expanded the... it And I put citations in And mm-hmm. then I got examples From all over the place So uh, Like uh, tweets of celebrities um supporting Donald Trump and articles videos yeah, yeah, yeah. i added a lot it was very interactive so there is you know embedded tweets there is uh, there's quotes there's the hashtag, there's videos and all oh, of those yeah, things yeah, yeah. so it looks very it's very appeal- like it's very It's appealing like a package to read. product yeah, yeah, and, mm-hmm. and i can improve it more for example like it, it's, it's about persuasion and copywriting so for every sort of persuasion method i can talk about Trump the way Trump uses it and I can talk about it in a marketing sense. Okay. So I'll give an example from a marketing I'll give a marketing example. Look at how it's applied in this marketing example. Either from online or print or whatever it is advertising okay. and that way you can add more value to the art. And I can uh, basically, read it into a read read the read the article into a mic and make an audio version and and, and embed the pod the podcast wow, version. Wow, that's a top. cool idea. Or I, and I can add a SlideShare presentation of it, c- summarized SlideShare. Yeah, and then you just keep adding modules to the article that make it like this ultimate epic piece of yeah, content. Yeah. His
2: view is that, like I was saying, right? Write one good article. Yeah. And as, as long as it's solid, you market mm-hmm. it, it's gonna get its traction. You so know?
3: you knew that it was going to be something. Yeah?
2: Yeah, I
0: felt I felt like because it, it, was, it was first of all it's long, so people like pe- people share and like long stuff, longer things. Is it? because yeah, a lot of the content that's available online is very. It's, it's call level. They yeah, are listicles, yeah. Yeah. So it's all you know, fifty things about
2: this, ten things about. But a real deep analysis type yeah. of thing. Uh, okay. It's to not grab deep, yeah. one thing and yeah. go. Exactly. Because it's. I guess yeah. it's like. If I'm going to share, it, it's because this thing has enough value that my friend can really get some insight and improve yeah, his understanding exactly. of it as opposed to a listicle where I'll read and throw it away. Exactly. Just and I've looked at some of the articles that, because
0: um, what I'm trying to do with the article or with any article that you write for a blog is that you want to rank on Google's page one for those keywords that you're targeting. So I, I, I want to tar- rank on Google's page one for Donald Trump and persuasion and Donald Trump and copywriting. I checked out some of the articles that are on page one about Donald Trump's copywriting, and the ro- only reason they're ranked higher than mine is because the the website it has more credibility. So, Inc. dot com, yeah, yeah. yeah, which is like a, f- a high traffic, uh, you know, high credibility website. The actual content is not that
2: not as so good as mine. Why don't you uh, pitch the pitch the article to? Um these, these high-ranked websites? That's
0: That'll be like, it's called that's called content syndication. You don't want to have duplicate content all over the place. Is it? So what's going to happen is, if I put the same article on uh, Inc.com or Forbes or whatever it is, that website is going to get all of the traffic and my, my sure. website is going to ah, drop in okay, rankings okay, okay, because okay. that website has higher authority. Fair enough. And, it's, and sometimes you can get hit by a duplicate content penalty. Uh, so, exactly. uh, Google will drop you further in the rankings because it's counted as duplicate okay. content. Oh, okay. It's analytics. Yeah. Awesome,
3: yeah. That's crazy, man. But uh, really well done on the article. Yeah. Thanks, um, But to uh, sidetrack from the article into something that's more serene in our hearts, <laughs> Ramadan and the, the best practices, <laughs> I guess. Mystical <Yeah. laughs> yeah, 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 of yeah, yeah. the best practices. <laughs> you know. For real. Ramadan um, hacks. But um, I I knew you before you got, um, you know, deeply inclined towards, like, uh, Islam. And and how was your your first Ramadan, for example, like being, uh, you know, deeply connected?
0: Actually, I think I started uh, fasting seriously before I actually started practicing properly. So I was fasting, but I wasn't actually, you know praying and stuff and that Ramadan, was it
3: because it was passed down from, from
0: our no because the previous Ramadan I had not fasted I had not fasted for many Ramadans before no. I think I, you know what I think I was I might have been fasting to lose weight at that, that particular Ramadan okay, so no. I what, hadn't stopped sorry, our, sorry what year was this I can't remember which year it was I think my second year of Middlesex University so 2007 maybe okay cool ah. 2007 or 2008 oh, okay. mm-hmm. yeah and I would just break my fast with like dates and water and I would go running and I ended up losing a crap
2: ton of weight. Okay, came well, in like yeah, lead, like obviously. Bruce Lee lean, <laughs> yeah, like on the beach. Rock yeah, I remember style. that. Yeah, well, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, he was there at an Irish Village gig, bro. That's why. That's I the, remember the time him. when he I remember his and he was just still. growing the beard. Yeah,
3: yeah,
0: that's true. Yeah, I had come back from vacation uh, where I had just started growing my beard, and then I went on vacation to Sri Lanka, and then I got passed by my mom for growing. <laughs> <laughs> the, anyway, this yeah, so you started off with the first thing Yeah And then by the, So then I wasn't really actually uh, um, um, Observing All of the aspects of Islam Then I think that winter uh, Irshad and my dad Had gone on vacation And I was basically in Dubai alone uh, And I was like Yo I'm alone I'm gonna get Like I'm gonna invite friends over Have a party You know uh that sort of thing But then I was like Okay I don't have that much Funds for <laughs> mm. for, for balling it up <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So then, then I switched And you can the, Like the extremes are Will tell you a little bit About my personality So you go from Trying to have You know Balling it up with parties To okay let me save money
2: And to entertain myself mm. I'll read this translation Of the Quran That uh, I have at home So Nabil's always been A very academic person Okay He's the type of guy who will consume a book in like, um, like Is couple he older years. or younger than you? Old, one year older than me I remember like studying for his A-level, O-level, A-level exam This guy would just walk around the house My mom would like, "Well, you have an exam tomorrow? He's like, yeah, yeah, but I finished the, I did some papers in the morning, it's fine, it's fine <laughs> And he's doing things like further maths High-level accounting This is stuff that advanced kids have to What's do You so know cool? what I mean? I'm, 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 I'm on the computer, I'm like looking at this guy How the hell does he do it? You know what I mean? So he consumes information very, very uh, quickly So that's why I went he so, sort of got into Reading thing, He consumed that as well You know The Quran and stuff you know? Yeah So I have yeah.
0: like an obsessive I guess an obsessive personality So like if I'm into something Like I'll obsess over it All the way Yeah, yeah. Uh, So if I Like if I watch Like a TV show Like I'll binge watch it I'll I won't, <laughs> There's no moderate Like in between with me And it's like a bad thing Technically But when it comes for comes to like knowledge and education,
3: I so guess you're an extremist in your own way. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have an extremist exactly. personality as well. The yeah, same yeah. exact thing. Yeah. When I get into something, I'm 100, percent 110. Also.
0: So it's, it's something that you have to sort of try to control always, uh, especially because you want to try to be like on an even keel and keep yourself in check. So that that's it was a spring springtime kind of you got into. Yeah, it was, I think around December, December, January-ish. So okay. I ended up reading the that translation. Um, in about a week or so And then, whatever The rest of the vacation was spent like playing Xbox I, I remember I was playing Mass Effect mm. um, And then one day, after Aziz came back I was just, uh, I don't know if it was after Aziz came back or before But he came back before my dad One time, one night I was up awake uh, It was around Fajr time And I wasn't able to sleep And then I realized, okay, it's Fajr time Suddenly I got the idea to, you know wash myself and and pray. So I ended up praying Fajr. And then I ended up praying the next prayer, and the next prayer, and the next prayer. And then it snowballed from that. Okay, it's just that the one little tiny action snowballed into a lot of continuous continuous action. And then eventually I got more into it and uh, learned more, started, you know, practicing all of the other stuff, like growing my beard and, you know, shortening my trousers which is not necessarily uh, yeah but it's still something that best (laughs) practice still (laughs) something that you want to do and in fact like I didn't actually do it the right way now that I know more about uh, um, more about Islam like you you understand that that initial Hamas needs to be like controlled a bit
2: yeah there's a big Hamas because remember when you were going to the phase, as well he was mad Hamas yeah I spent one Ramadan just fasting, and coming to like a breakfast with you, right? Like yeah, we did it I quite know, often. Nice to true, drive here, yeah. We go and breakfast together. He he used to get so into the prayer once you fainted once, remember? Yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah, because yeah. you were dehydrated, right? I was dehi- I had
3: just came from a basketball game and um, yeah, and yeah I, mean, I was doing Fajr and I. I think I had with a bad meal or something appear, right? like that. No, no, it was Fajr Fudge Fajr, in Fajr? Was it? No, no, no. It was Fajr, exactly yeah. because it was it was in, going intense. on yeah, yeah. and I didn't want to stop and just all of a sudden I just blacked out in the middle of the thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's uh, crazy.
0: So I mean, what happens whenever? Uh, and this is the case with everybody who sort of comes back to Islam. Is generally, I don't know if I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. But you have this initial, really hardcore zeal, and then like you just want. Every everything around you to change, and everybody around you to change, and that causes a lot of problems with your the relationships that you have with the people around you, and that's not a good thing actually. Looking back on it now, it like you you regret it almost because 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 there's a moderate way to do it. Yeah, exactly, and that's something that everybody sort of learns over time. We like, it's like you have to like each person makes has to sort of ends up making those same mistakes, even if we tell somebody. Like, okay, just take a chill pill and just take it easy. They won't. They have to make that same mistake on their own. And then they'll figure it out eventually. It's exactly. like like a human condition. How to moderate themselves. Exactly. Exactly. So then eventually, um, then I found out there was like this Islamic center having, you know, Islamic uh, programs. <laughs> yeah. A weekend seminars and things like that. Ended up going to one. then I started going to the center because they have weekly programs. And then eventually I started learning more about Islam, trying to study it formally. And now, so, uh, for, I guess almost 10 years down the line, I'm sort of studying Islam formally Islam. and studying Arabic formally. Meaning and academically? And, yeah, I have, so I have teachers who are um, actual Islamic scholars and I sort of read books with them about different subjects. And I'm studying Arabic formally as well and also working my way through memorizing the Qur'an and that all started from this one act of actually reading just reading a translation of the quran mm-hmm. to pass the time sort of um and one fajr yeah exactly just one act the thing is that you have to you as a muslim you have a lot of agency in that you, your your condition will never really change unless you want it to change and you do that you take that one tiny step to Sure. Um, to spirituality or whatever it is, a lot of the time people are sort of apathetic, or they'll say that I just want to be a good person, or things like that. But actually, if it if it was just about being a good person, then there's no need for, for other for differences of different religions and other religions, because all religions teach, you know, being a good person. It's about uh, the specifics of the religion, how you go about. Expressing that act of being a good person. Yeah. In Islam, we believe that the way to be a good person, quote unquote, is decreed by God and His Messenger. So that's how we we uh, express that act of being a good person by following the
3: rules. Okay, so as far as Ramadan is concerned, I mean, what, what do you like doing? Uh, you know, I, I know it's not taking two days like and, and jogging after <laughs> that. <laughs> Have you changed uh, your ways within these ten years that you were going through yeah, so what
0: happens is that you sort of like if you do it uh, if you if you fast mindfully rather than just as a like a ritual mm-hmm. then you start to understand the nuances what do you mean mindfully? Like you understand why you're fasting and what the reason is, and you have a like your 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 heart is present uh, when you're like when you're in the act of fasting and during the month of Ramadan and while you're at Darawi, rather than you're just doing it because you were raised to do it or with, because other people around you are doing it. So why are we fasting? First of all, it's an obligation on us as as Muslims. Second of all, because we hope for. Um, the reward from from god for uh, obeying him we're fasting to learn how to control ourselves for the rest of the year because if we can control the most basic the most base desires like the desires that come from our lizard brain that are the most powerful uh, desire our carnal desires and everything related to our physical appetites if we can control that for 30 days out of a sense of submission and uh, submitting to the will of our, our creator, then for the rest of the year, you have that, like, it's called it's called an anchoring effect or thinking past the sale. You know you can do it.
3: Yeah, it's just a switch on, basically. Yeah, if you want to do it, you can do it.
0: Exactly. And those conditions that are created during the, during that month facilitate you being able to control yourself. So you know that it's within your cap- capacity to control yourself during the rest of the year as well.
3: No, well, whether well, like you. The, I mean, sorry to interrupt, but the, so there are um, also talks saying that um, uh, you know because because of the poor, uh, p- more, more unfortunate people, and how you know we can sort of be in their shoes. Is that also maybe? That's 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 mentioned a lot, actually. But I never, I
0: never, I don't think that's the main reason. I never thought of it that way. If you think about it, like, it's Ramadan is a month. Like, even though we give a lot of charity in Ramadan, and Ramadan is probably the most charitable month in the Muslim world, Ramadan is actually a very selfish month because because your entire purpose is to work on yourself. In, and and um, uh, sort of fix all of the spiritual or you know personal defects that you might have
3: and get the the, the blessings and uh, the much Exactly. That you You're can doing get. it because you yeah. want
0: that you want those good vibes or whatever yes. you know I don't know how to put it but you want the blessing you want the, the reward vibration. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you want that you want to improve yourself. It's a it's a month of self improvement and self reflection. It's very selfish if you do it if you do it right, basically. Even though you're feeding people, like you're feeding people, why? Because you're not just doing it. Um, uh, you're not just doing it uh, out of a rational necessity. You're doing it because there's a, a good deed or a reward tied to it, and you exactly. want that reward. And um, the idea that you're fasting so you can understand the plight of poor people. Yes, it does happen. I mean, so it's it,
3: part of the mindfulness, I guess. Exactly. Right? So
0: you you feel you you understand how how what it is like to be to be hungry if you do it right, because most people are you're binging after during when they're breaking their fast or when they're eating the morning morning meal, so they don't actually feel the hunger. Yeah. Um, but if you're so, but if you're doing it right and you're eating right during Ramadan, then you actually feel the hunger and you feel the thirst. In which case, you will understand. You'll, you'll empathize more with people who, who have less than
3: you Okay oh. There's a
2: way to do it I think it's uh, Lately I like the phrase scaling down your life And I think uh, that means like scaling down with your wants and needs So Ramadan like it kind of facilitates that like you were saying Because everything around you Especially in a Muslim country Is 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 uh, restructured in a way that allows you to do with less yeah, so And time has like... changed uh, Requirement expectations of you have changed where you go has changed, you know. Like, the environment around you now has been reframed. So, okay, colors. Now you can sit down. Uh, even change your uh, your your wake schedule. You know what I mean? Like, people stay up longer. Yep. So, nighttime is a very good time for reflection and stuff. You spend your time in a mosque, so it it opens this possibility for you to reconnect with your spiritual self. I think that's what you're trying to say. But the obligation, because like, if you look at it from a sense of God being omnipotent and all-having, all-knowing, right? So the obligation is really on to yourself. You have an obligation to yourself, the, the, as in your self's purpose. Mm-hmm. Your self's purpose is to realize your your oneness with God, right? So you have an obligation to yourself in this month to capitalize on the opportunity and uh, reconnect or look for, or at least search and ask questions and these types of things, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But do you think... see
3: these things, these restructurings, uh, obviously it makes it easier yeah. But at the same time, you find a lot of stress levels going up during that time. So, um, I think one of the the mo- most important facts is, uh, is to um, is to hold yourself from being angry, hold yourself... That's all part of the abstinence, annoying. right?
2: It's the abstinence of all your... Con- like you said, the lizard brain. So, yeah. the fear and like aggressiveness and all this is all lizard brain activity. It's that root animal instinct. So, it's like you check your animal thing. It's like... Somebody was telling me, he's like, yeah, but we're animals. I was like, no, we're not animals because an animal doesn't necessarily appreciate art or appreciate a sunrise. We are different. We have like, I kind of view it as we have angelic qualities, right? Where that animal angel, lizard meets bird kind of thing, you know what I mean? So, um, the abstinence is in all forms. Abstinence in even the way you look at yourself in the mirror. What do you see? What do you think when you look at yourself in the mirror? Check that thought Abstain from what you don't need. Reshape the ego, you know that type of thing. If you really want to get into it, that's I think that's what you're trying to say. There's a way to get into it. It's not just surface level. Stop eating. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that's a good point that we can we can expand on that. So
0: the the human actually is not um, is not called uh, a human unless he has two aspects uh, to him, like. F- for us is not for us. Like f- let's say for us, for example, God forbid, dies. Okay, when for us dies, they're not gonna refer to for us as for us anymore. They're gonna refer to you as like the body. Have you buried the body yet? Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. where is the body? The body is no You're not for us anymore. For us consists of your body and your spirit. Yeah, it's the name given to your body. Yeah. So <laughs> for us is for us is body and spirit. The the nourishment of your body is the physical desires of food, water, air, um, sex, whatever it is, uh, and the nourishment of your soul is the remembrance of God. When our uh, when our remembrance of God is a lot is is lower than our nourishment of our, our body, then we don't actually fulfill the entirety of being human beings we Mm -hmm. become we're more we're more animalistic we fulfill the animals yeah exactly so ramadan is the month where god by setting these restrictions allows you to curb your animal instinct and nourish your soul so that you can reach your full potential as a as being a Mm -hmm. being a human being and he te- and he teaches you that so that you can maintain that for the rest of the year as much as possible there is always going to be a drop off because ramadan is like is a blessed time of the year so yeah. it's the it's the time where muslims are at their best usually where and you're going to have drop off at the rest of the year because we're human and we make mistakes yeah? yeah it's hard to maintain that level of uh, level of spirituality during the rest of the year particularly because in ramadan as well the uh the conditions are in your favor to be more spiritual. Like mm-hmm. we know that in Islam the the major devils are like chained. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and there's a lot
2: less inclination They chain the same. They chained because the stomach is chained and the and the and the genitals are chained. Yeah, exactly. So like your that's the the base desires are the
0: way by which um your like your demons or whatever manifest themselves. Mm-hmm. When when those base desires are starved then your spirit takes over and your uh, your those qualities manifest.
2: Can I just you know what's funny? We'll continue, but you know, like there's a there's a there's a lyric by Tupac. Just to bring this into like a kind of perspective, he has a he has a hook. It goes, "What am I gonna do when I get out of jail? I'm gonna buy me a gun. Then what's next? Food and sex, house parties, and the project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's he saying? He's like."
3: He's fulfilling he's, those he, uh, yeah, the food that is, were kind yeah, of yeah. He's the, 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 he's the the, the animal
2: that's okay. coming out. You see what I'm trying to say? And I always, that line makes me, re- when I reflect on it with Ramadan and stuff, I see the connection. So I it's feel like on, so. on the fundamental level there's a truth to that. You know what I mean? Definitely.
0: So now you've basically, you've curbed those uh, base desire, carnal desires of, you know, your your appetites or whatever. And then you've you're focusing more on remembrance of God. Even the uh, the remembrances of god that are ordained are more so you have tarawi you have yeah. yaum ul you know the act of fasting itself is a, uh, it was an additional act of uh, re- remembrance of god so you're automatically doing much more automatically doing much more even even if you're doing it customarily just yeah. because it happens around you and so to you know to keep do up with the
2: jungers you're facilitating the feeding of your soul yeah you know what it is it's like in another kind of uh, spiritual, let's say, school, yeah, you'd kind of want to retreat to a village or something and sit with the monks and all this type of thing, and then you disappear, right? But I think here, you don't have to disappear, you still stay within your community, yeah. but there's this ordained one month where you can revert into that state, yeah. and you're allowed I mean, to go uh, in stuff and come like, out uh, of it. Taraweeh
3: and Qiyam al-Layl are de- definitely a very um sort of retreating kind of it is facilitator like a yeah because you're always in your mind and you're, you're trying to connect as much and as it's hours on the it's yeah. hours yeah i mean it's up to you obviously it's, it's not, up to it's, you. Not, it's an not an obligation, obligation right yeah. it's uh it's sunnah um so yeah i mean but it's, it's a good point that you brought up uh, nutrition because you know all of a sudden there's this month that you have to just go like Everything changes. Your diet changes. You know the way you exercise. If you do changes, so how can one kind of, um, you know, just uh, keep it still going? Uh, because at this, we still need our mind fully in order for us to comprehend such. Because we're working like, people, yeah, we're doing exactly. things,
2: and you need energy in the brain to like function. What's the stuff? best
3: ways to kind of like get that together? The, what happens is that there's a
2: there's
0: as a, he uh, holds his beard, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like he, you know, yeah. kill Bill when he's like yeah. five minutes, like holding his beard, and he's, like
3: yeah, <laughs> you know, behind his shoulder, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: You so you know what it is. People, the problem is people go cold cold turkey into it's Ramadan. always like that. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. with uh, yeah, with most mistake, uh, right? most observant Muslims, like uh, if you're if you're sort of into you know Islamic lectures and things like that, they teach you that. For the t- two months prior to Ramadan, you gear up your, you ramp up your acts of worship and you maybe do some uh, voluntary fast to practice. And a few weeks before See, I Ramadan... I was never
2: told
3: that.
0: Yeah, so like the two months before Ramadan <laughs> actually... Only very common sense though. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, because
2: we get older now. Yeah. When we're younger, you can switch. You have more of that ability. Now as so, you get older, yeah, your body is it takes, it's like, no, I don't want to. You know, for it's, yeah, it's, yeah. for yeah. real,
0: for real the two months before ramadan are actually also blessed months um, they say that um, the, the seeds like you you plant the seeds of ramadan uh, during uh, rajab which is the the second month before ramadan and you water them during shaban which is the month before ramadan and those seeds bear fruit during ramadan and For after ramadan yeah life. so they that's like the analogy that they use so you basically You ge- you gently ramp up Your, your acts of worship And clo- as you get closer To Ramadan If you're a coffee drinker Or if you're a smoker mm-hmm. You Start you, cutting that out. You, 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 you cut down Your co- your coffee intake And your uh, Your cigarettes So You might Like if you can't If you can't stop smoking Yeah For Ramadan Like you would Try to practice Having you know One cigarette in the morning And one cigarette in the evening And that's That's it for the day Same with your Your, your coffee You might just have one in, the, one in the morning And that's it for the day But the problem is When you go cold turkey Now you've got withdrawal symptoms To deal with as well You're yeah, hungry You get yeah. the headache Oh
2: my god and right.
0: the, the dehydration actually Sort of amplifies All of those effects yeah. the, the lack of water It's not actually The lack of food Even though being hungry Makes it worse But now you have The withdrawal symptoms as well of you know not having uh, nicotine in your in your system and not having uh, caffeine, caffeine in right. your system, that makes the first few days uh, like basically hell almost.
3: Which kind of dictates what's happening Now
0: you part. can't focus on anything because you're t- you're tired, you're hungry, you're thirsty, you you're work, angry, you're cranky beets. because yeah, you <laughs> no, like you know creative creative yeah, writer's blocks. <laughs> so, block. Yeah, so now you can't focus on the actual spiritual aspect of Islam because you're like okay I need to get my fix you're like a junkie basically Fair and you course. can't focus on the actual spiritual aspect so the thing is that you have to sort of um, ramp up your acts of worship and and, and scale down your um, intake of th- those things that will damage your ability to fast productively and even even the food, food intake like you would sort of slightly practice reducing your food intake a little bit okay. uh, you scale
2: down your food intake so
3: so honestly, that's a very good tip. I, that is, is right? That I do not
2: really. But what if, like, so I, I just got on creatine and things. You know what I mean? So what, what am I gonna do? <laughs> Why are you on creatine? You just started gym. You gotta get on creatine. I don't. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, creatine is actually one of the few few supplements that are actually proven to be effective in.
2: Uh, but but creatine what? but the but. However, a um. however
0: creatine needs water in your system. Yeah, so this is what I'm saying. Creatine you have... is, it's a hydration uh, supplement that hydrates your muscles. So. Yeah. If you don't have enough water in your system, the creatine is actually a bad thing. So,
2: like after iftar, I gotta drink mad amounts of water, and I gotta stay up and continue drinking water. Yeah, so but I can but removing
0: creatine from your from your routine won't affect you as much. But I'm in a loading phase, bro. I, I I think some people say that you don't. I don't know if this is true, but some people say that you don't need to be a loading on loading phase at all. You just take five grams, uh, or ten five That's grams like a, pill of, a day. A day uh, Continuously and eventually, your system will, we'll will be, your muscles make, will okay, get loaded yeah. with with creatine, oh. be, because it's, a, it's there in red meat as well. Creatine is present in red meat. The mm-hmm. more red meat you eat, the more creatine you have. But if you don't eat red meat, then it makes sense to I'm trying man. to
2: cut down meat, man. I want to figure out a way To get rid of meat in the thing. You know? Why? Yeah, because man, like this meat situation is not happening so much, well, man. It's happening very much. What? Why? We gotta go more vegetables, bro. <laughs> Who said that? Dude, the meat industry is pretty hectic, man. Like it's uh, it's bad for the planet. <laughs> I mean, I don't know much about it, but like, man, they consu- they consume a, the creation of meat, like producer production of meat for us consumes a lot of resources from the planet and water. It's really harmful to the environment. Yeah, right? but
3: that's the way that they're exploiting the. the but industry, the system is there. It's a mass it's product a, the only way
2: of- we have we the only choice we can make is to go more vegetable and less meat. We got to reduce how much meat no, we just consume. Just to go off
3: the grid, bro. That's what
2: it is. Ain't nobody going
0: off the. I actually I actually eat way too much uh, meat probably at least 2 to 3 kilos of beef chicken or fish a Week, I'm trying to cut down uh, because it's very <laughs> <right> here, man. <laughs> Yo, fish, it's expensive, man. It's, it's expensive. ridiculously expensive, it's expensive. And the volume of eat. food
2: you get for the yeah, prices, yeah. yeah. like, I don't want
0: to get
3: cancer later.
0: Yeah, it's what I'm saying, <laughs> man. Like,
2: there's a lot of problems in <laughs> See, this yeah, food, bro. Uh, uh,
3: we come back to the same point is to be moderate about the way, yeah. yeah exactly, so moderation, but is I lift, yeah. Out. So,
0: I'm a I li- lift weight, I lift weight. So, I weight, need, I need so a way to get a protein. If I would love if I could, you know, you know, get. A lot of protein from veg- vegetable sources, but it's like... It's limited. If there's no meat on the table, there's no meal. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, it's, <laughs> like, that, it's the whole... Like, at hmm. least a piece of <laughs> It feels weird now. That, and one of the... You know, Amr ibn al-Khatab, one of the uh, companions of the Prophet, he said, like, beware of meat because it has an addiction like the addiction of wine. Device. And that's like a real sort of like if we, When you eat a lot of meat you realize that When there's no meat like, like what's wrong with me Am yeah. I like a meat junkie yeah, or what so yeah, yeah. I'm totally a meat And junkie. if anything it's like uh, you, you want to control That appetite because It's like you, you want to be in control Yeah that's like, mastery, of yeah, the, one mastery of the one of the, one your of the Desires you know uh, That's something that you want to control you want to control those kind of, those kinds of desires because
2: the yeah. the needs to be yeah killing be exactly, the body. And, you know
0: what I mean? Like you should be in con- you should be your 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 mind or your heart should be in control of the rest
3: of your body. You know, I hope, uh, this is going to be a good month for all of us. Nabil, thank you for you know for being here and keep us in your prayers all the time, especially sure. me. I need a lot of guidance. <laughs> Everybody needs guidance. Yeah. Yeah, cool. thanks a lot for being here, man.
0: Thanks thanks for inviting me, I appreciate it, man.
2: Failed by the drapes of heaven, heaven, heaven. tantalizing
1: aromas of bakhoor and fatur, serenading palm trees, sheathed with golden lanterns to a Ramadan moon.
2: In light of this holy month, the Dukan family would like
1: to wish you a Ramadan The Arabic word hawa means wind. The Arabic word hawa means love. Test, multiple choice. Abdel Halim said, You left me holding wind in my hands. Or, Abdel Halim said, You left me holding love in my hands. Abdel Halim was left empty, or, Abdel Halim was left full. Fayruz said, Oh wind, take me to my country. Or, Fairuz said, Oh love, take me to my country. Fairuz is looking for a vehicle, or Fairuz is looking for fuel. Umkalthum said, Where the wind stops her ships, we stop ours. Or, Umkalthum said, Where love stops her ships, we stop ours. Umkalthum is stuck, or Umkalthum is home. Did our mothers invent loneliness? Or did it make them our mothers? Were we fathered by silence or just looking to explain away this gaping quiet? Is it wasteful or wistful to pray for our brothers in a language they never learned? Whose daughters are we if we grow old before our mothers or for their sakes? They called our grandfathers the January children, lined up by the colonizer and assigned birth years by height. There is no answer because we come from men who do not know when they were born who married women shown to them in photographs, whose children left the country and tried for romance and had daughters full of all the wrong language. A brief history of silence, or the last time Marvin Gaye was heard in the Sudan. One, at the Musicians Club in Umdurman, a singer is stabbed to death for playing secular music. The month before, a violinist on his way home is beaten by police, His instrument smashed to match wood. All the bars in Khartoum are closed down. All the alcohol in Khartoum poured into the Nile. A new law forbids women from dancing in the presence of men. Another band's song lyrics that mention women's bodies. Two. At a party in Umdurman. Lights strung among the date palms. My not-yet-mother. Honey legs in a skirt. Opens her mouth and the night air is the gap in her teeth. She sings in the lilting English to a slow song while bodies around her pair off and press close. Before he is my father, my father smokes a cigarette and shows all his teeth when he laughs. Wants to ask the dark gold girl how her English got so good, what the words mean, and could he sing something sometime into the gap in her teeth. But first, police arrive, rip lanterns from trees and fire a shot through the final notes of the song. And tonight, my parents do not meet. But I remember Khartoum as it was in the 80s. My mother with ribbons in her hair, dress fanning about her nutmeg calves. My father, who I hear was so lively and handsome that only bad magic could have emptied that and filled him with smoke. The borrowed record player, the generation that would leave to make nostalgia of these nights, to hyphenate their children and grow gnarled by diasporas every winter. But tonight, Motown crackling in the hot twilight, Mosquitoes swaying in the velvet dusk. My parents dance without ever touching. And now my mother harbors her country's music in her lungs. These songs the only things she got in the divorce. There is a TV show we used to watch when we lived in Egypt, where a group of Sudanese youth sing old Sudanese love songs. We don't get the channel here in the US. Tonight, my mother finds every episode on YouTube. After a quiet dinner of leftovers at the kitchen counter because it's just us two, My brother is out being 21 and popular. My mother and I sit together in the half-light and eat mango with our hands and listen to Asim Al-Banna sing And I never hear love songs like this in English, songs that are as much about a country as they are about a woman, songs where woman is country. Before, we grew bitter and learned not to make a world out of a person, learned not to make a world out of a country, because even your mother's country can betray you. My mother's country broke her heart, and I want to cry picturing her eating mango alone in the dark, singing to herself. My brother and I, a world away, with our fast English and our hip-hop and our late nights. We are not from a world where love songs are like this. We are not romantic. We are not considerate. We forget to call. We do not bother to phone the cable people to ask for the channel with my mother's favorite show. We do not bother to teach her how to bookmark videos on YouTube, how to download all the old love songs into her iTunes, Had to buy mango, already sliced, packaged in neat plastic tubs. But the story goes, my father would never unwrap a piece of gum without saving half from my mother. The story goes, my mother saved all the halves in a jar. That's not the point. I'm not looking for anything serious. Just someone to watch my plants when I'm gone. You can sing now if you want to. They're worried no one will marry me. I have an accent in every language. I want to be left alone, but that's not how you make grandchildren. I can't go home with you. Home is a place in time. That's not how you get me to dance. I'm not from here. I'm not from anywhere. I mean to say that I don't know that song. I mean to say that my body is a pill, small, and love is the wrong man's tongue to tell me so. My body dissolves. My body finds men who are water and calls them home. My body is everything that happened to me. Love is a thing my body borrows to forget. Love is a pill. My body is water. My body is a tongue and love dissolves. Love calls the wrong man home. Love makes my body a stain and goes looking for water on the wrong man's tongue. Love is a house. My body is a bath drawn in flood water. My body trickles in through the floorboards. Love is the carpet that I've ruined. Love is decoration. Love is an alternative to water. Love is just something to do until the wars start. My body is a border drawn up by some man long ago. Love is everything that happens in between. Love is the floorboards. My body is decoration. Love ruins all the carpets. My body is the carpet. My body is the stain. Love makes it all dissolve. Love is an alternative to home. Love is flood water. My body burned to the ground. My body called the wrong man home. Love started the fire. My body is everything that happened after. The wrong man is an alternative to love. The wrong man is a map. Home is where he puts the lines. My body is a border drawn by accident, by the wrong man's tongue. Love makes scars on my body and calls them borders. The wrong man mistakes my body for a body of water. Love let the wrong man decide what my body mistakes for home. Love started the fire. My body is a house on fire. My body drew a bath in flood water. The wrong man is flood water. Love and the wrong man are an alternative to hating my body. My body is a body of water poured over everything that happened to me. My body makes every scar an island. The wrong man makes my body small, a pill. Love makes the water, and my body dissolves.
3: You can continue the conversation with the guys at Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and SoundCloud at Dukan Show. Subscribe to the show on your iTunes and Stitcher to stay up to date. And if you like what you hear, give it a rating. Tukhan is hosted by OT, Irshad, and Toothless. You can also reach them on their personal social media profiles at OTOfficial and at Irshad underscore INI. And you can also reach Toothless at soundcloud.com slash dash ibrahim.
0: Salaam.